Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and how are we doing? It's Tiki Central Canada, and this is Craig Stevens calling. And uh, yes, so uh, we have some special episodes that we're doing for the Made with Love competition here in Ottawa. It's on April 1st. It's a Monday. It's going to be at the Hug a Culture Building TD Place downtown. And it's from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. And so what we're doing on these special episodes is we're actually interviewing all the bartenders that are competing at the location on that night. And so right now we have Shannon. And so Shannon, if you want to tell us about yourself and what place you actually work for. All right, yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Shannon Blue Nanabush. I work at Fauna on Bank Street here in, on, in Ottawa. Um, Fauna basically focuses on gamey sort of Asian flair food. So a lot like of gamey in there. Gamey, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have a, an amazing red deer tartare, uh, duck, beef cheeks, ribeyes. It's definitely not <laughs> a place where you would take a vegan, although we do have a vegan option. <laughs> um, and do you craft- actually get people showing up for like the? Oh, we do, yeah. We oh, okay. we have a we have a fair amount of vegetarians that come in. We do have vegetarian options. We do like an eggplant carpaccio. Oh, there you go. Which is uh, a nice substitute for having like a beef carpaccio. Yeah, because I think um, this day and age, it's almost like a lot of the restaurants and like yourself, the restaurant you guys work for, a lot of people need to realize that people have like allergies and people are, yeah. you know, vegetarians. And so, the, yeah, you have to skew your menu to all these different, uh, you know, basically target groups that are out there now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so there's definitely a few options there, although it's fairly limited. Our menu's quite small. Craft cocktails, uh, we do exclusively organic and biodynamic wine. Wow. Yeah, so our wine list is super interesting. We get a lot of people that come in and look at the wine list and they're like, I don't know what to do with these. Uh, So it's really nice to like introduce different styles of wine to people um, because because it's all organic, we didn't want to have the same varietals you would find everywhere else. So it's pretty pretty obscure, which is nice. Cool. And what's the capacity? Just kind of curious on the location. Um, I think it's 85. Um, we do on, on Saturdays, which is one of our busiest nights, we do sometimes have uh, three flips on the table. So three seatings. Wow. Yeah, it gets pretty busy in there. I imagine, <laughs> yeah. yes. And we have the, uh, the private dining room, which is also really nice. You can book that out right beside our wine cellar. Oh, um, well, so that has go. the good capacity of like comfortably 24 people. There you go. It's good to know. Good to know. So now this is your second year doing the event, correct? Yeah. So the first time I did it was actually in Halifax. Oh, no way. It wasn't here. Okay. It wasn't here. No. Uh, I lived in Halifax for three years and I just moved back to Ottawa um, in September. Wow. Okay. So during the competition, uh, the question I want to ask is obviously this is your second time around. Do you find the competition to be more fun-oriented for you, or do you find it that there's a pressure of the competition itself? The first year, for sure, I did feel that pressure. Um, Going into it this year, I basically prioritized fun. I wanted it to be a really great night for me and everyone that I'm serving, everyone that I'm working with. 
yeah, because I put too much pressure on myself the first year, and I didn't have fun. Well, I think what it is is for the first year, it's the unknown. Yeah, there's a lot of, like... like Things you don't know that's going to happen, yeah. right? <laughs> and also, too, the black box is the qualifier. You really don't know how the whole process works until you're just actually in it. Oh, that was one of my favorite parts, to be honest. I love that. As a, as a bartender, you get, like, people almost every night just being like make me anything right. or use this these two ingredients is what i would like and then you have to basically just come up with a craft cocktail on the spot ah. so it's like it's basically just an extension of what i already, already do. do already yeah now what was in your black box um this year i had southern comfort and uh, oh, raspberries yes yeah, soco and i got i got soco for my main spirit oh boy because we're <laughs> yeah. actually just talking uh, to a bartender yesterday southern comfort it's a great spirit don't get me wrong but it also, t- it's, for the most part, it's usually a secondary or a third spirit. They're usually in a drink. Yes. Right? Yeah. So what, I, what I'm doing, basically, is a stirred SoCo cocktail, which is, uh, has been quite the challenge, but I think it worked out really well. Awesome. Where is Fawn on Bank Street? There uh, it's Bank and Gladstone. Um, oh, okay. So it's just adjacent to, like, there's a Shoppers, and then the Whalesbone and Bromisole are directly across from us. Been there for about five years. Okay, so it's a really not a relatively new restaurant. It's been there yeah, for a while. Yeah, it's, it's been been pretty established. Um, and then we actually have a sister restaurant in Hintonburg called Bar Laurel. Oh, good to know. Yeah, they focus on like Spanish sort of um, tapas stuff and craft cocktails. Very cool. What kind of craft cocktails do you drink when you go to a bar? Um, I'm a sucker for a good Negroni. Uh. <laughs> I'd say like 80% of the bartenders I talk to, that's the first drink that comes out of their mouth. Negroni. Yeah, I, I love it. It's, it's literally perfect. So the reason why I think that it's perfect is because it's very well balanced. You get three ounces of alcohol, <laughs> equal ratios. Um, I've used the Negroni Boulevardier model for other cocktails that I've put on menus, and it's just right. it works out so well. And for people who actually don't know what a Negroni is, a Negroni is basically gin, sweet vermouth, and Campari. And Campari. Yeah. I think what it is is that I just really love Campari. Yeah, <laughs> we actually did uh, on the last episode. Jungle Bird actually that has Campari in it, so it's actually yes. a tiki drink with Campari. Yeah, it's a really good drink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one of those. I I used to have a roommate that used to love those. So he would come visit me when I was working in a bar in Halifax, and uh, he called them Hot Birds for some reason because you could never remember the name of it. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, Shannon, I'll take a Hot Bird." And I'll I'm take like, a Hot Bird. <laughs> other bartenders <laughs> like what? And I was like, "He wants a Jungle Bird," but he just he is an know, idiot. Yeah, yeah own it. That's funny. Oh God. So I've made, I've made quite a few Jungle Birds in my day. Cool. Speaking about drinks that you like to make, what are some of the ones that you do like to make at the, the restaurant? Mm, immediately what came to mind is drinks that I don't like to make. Anything with okay, egg Okay, let's white. go through that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I actually don't like making anything with egg white because it's the whole like dry uh, shake, okay. wet shake. It's just so labor intensive. So when you're like in the juice and you get thrown a sour of any kind. Like a kind, Friday night and you're like, really? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but in general, like anything really like shaken, stirred, uh, it doesn't really matter as long okay. as, um, like I really enjoy being like, creative and original. Right. So I really love doing a lot of like bartender's choice, um, with like a few guidelines, like something not too sweet, more citrus forward or more spirit forward. Right. It's just like, it's like, that's my creative outlet. So yeah, that's what I really sure. like. Yeah. Any secret ingredients you'd like to use? Maybe. <laughs> they wouldn't be so, secret if I well, told you. So what, what ingredients do you like working with? In other words, like we're talking about. Um, well, like I said, I do really love Campari. What's funny is that uh, last year <laughs> I was having a conversation with a fellow bartender of mine. And I was just like, my drinks always come out pink. And I like I don't intentionally 
want to put out like pink drinks all and the time like, it's like, yeah. yeah i'm like if anyone that knows me knows that i'm not like an overtly like girly person yeah. <laughs> and i just keep pumping out all of these pink drinks he's like shannon it's because you put campari in everything yeah <laughs> and it'll turn everything pink it's exactly just, it's yeah. just such a good like secondary um spirit to work spirit. with but yeah, um yeah. i do find as of late i've been using a lot of elderflower and that's a good one too and a lot of Dumaine du canton which is a ginger liqueur yeah Yep, so nice. I like to do either gin or bourbon with those. Now, out of flower, do you skew that more towards the, your summer drinks or more towards your, doesn't matter what season it is? Because it is a more of a floral it liqueur really is, to work yeah. with. It um, really yeah. I think I've been using it a lot more lately because people are sick and tired of winter. And I kind of uh, just want to, like, you know. remind <laughs> them of, like, warmer weather. Like, yes. <laughs> If you know anything about tiki... Tiki basically is oasis, and for us in Canada, oasis means away from winter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like if you go to the Shameful Tiki Room, which we just talked about in Toronto, basically, yeah, you don't even know winter's out there. You're you're inside a dark room, and yeah, it's a it's a great time. Yeah, and that's sure. that's what I love about this industry is like being able to give that experience to someone, take them away from where they presently are. Exactly, and that's yeah. what Tiki's all about. It's like take you away from your busy life. Yeah. The winter, whatever's going on, and just enjoy yourself. It's awesome. So are you self-taught, or did you go through school to be a bartender? I didn't go to school. Um, I did, however, had I've had a few mentors. So basically, I've been in this industry for a decade, almost. Okay, good. That's um, good I started off as a hostess, made my way up to server, and I've been serving for the last seven years. Yep. Um, and then I was working at a restaurant that's now closed, RIP. Oh, no. <laughs> Fresco Bistro, which was on Elgin Street. Um, and I remember working with uh, the bar manager at the time. Her name was Chloe. Phenomenal right. woman. Um, she just, like, sparked my interest in craft cocktails. And I just remember being like, oh, she's, like, super cool, like, strong woman. He's, like, doing the bartender thing. And she, like, taught me, like, the basics and, like, how to build classic cocktails and how to change one thing about a cocktail to make it a different cocktail. So like the, right. basically so the cocktail build fundamentals. On a base, yeah. a foundation, and yeah. work from there. Yeah, exactly. so she yeah. taught me basically the fundamentals of cocktail bartending. Cool. And then from there, I basically have just learned from other bartenders around me. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I find from most of the bartenders I've talked to is that a lot of them are not school oriented. But they had a lot of mentors around them that kind of helped them yeah. push the envelope and learn more, yeah. for sure. It is a lot of um, like self-taught stuff. There's so much literature out there. I'm like constantly buying new cocktail books just to flip through. And 30, 40 books right here. Yeah. <laughs> My bookshelf is basically exclusively cocktail books. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the things that when I, I, I always explain to the students. Uh, I go, actually you know, I teach a couple classes over to Gonquin, and I'm also on the advisory board of Gonquin. And I tell the students all the time, I was like, guys, like, Read, 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 read. Like, you know, yeah, you can sit there and, you know, be mixing drinks and learning stuff. That's great. But also, to do some research. You know what I mean? Know your drinks. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, yeah. And there's, there's, you never stop learning. No. That's what's great about this industry is just there's no there's no cap for how exactly. much you knowledge can go you forever. can acquire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can go to so many different directions. It's insane. Are you having fun setting up your table for the event? Um, <laughs> yeah, because a lot of tables we're talking to so it. far are getting very exotic. They're getting very decorative, for sure. Um, I'm okay, so I'm doing like a, a goth western theme. So I have a huge backdrop of a desert. Oh uh, <laughs> wow. I made a palette bar, like a pop-up palette bar. Nice. Um, so I'm not. I'm only using one of the tables. So we're given two tables. I'm only using one for my food. No way. And I'm. I built my own bar. <laughs> wow. um, and then I have a structure that's going to go over my booth, so I can string lights. Nice. So, yeah, I'm getting pretty uh, 
Well, I mean, like some of the ones we're talking to, like one guy's, you know, he's putting trees in front of his booth, so you have to go through the trees to get to the booth. The other guy's gonna have a black curtain, so you have to go through the black curtain to get to his yeah. booth. It's like because I went to it last year, and you competed last year. The tables last year were not this exotic. They were, you know, there were some sort of some little themes here and there. Yeah. But for the most part, it was just basically just booths, like regular standard booths. For sure, I this saw year that it too. Seems, yeah. yeah, this year it seems like just everyone's going out. Everyone is just the the bar has been like leveled, raised, raised for sure. Yeah. Like, we're, we're going to take you our booth, and I'm almost concerned, like, if we're going to have enough stuff there to make it sure. <laughs> so we don't look, you know, like, well, okay, well, there's a little tiki booth over there somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'll stand out for a different reason. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Do you, so obviously you've done this event, and you know that the, the event kind of brings awareness to cocktails in Ottawa and also the community of bartenders that come together with it. Mm-hmm. Do you see, where do you see cocktails going uh, in a small market that we have in Ottawa? Where do you see it going? I think it's only going to get better. Um, events like this are really great because um, when I first moved back from Halifax, yeah, uh, one of my main concerns was the Halifax bar scene is so tight knit and so close. So coming yeah. back, it kind of felt like a fish out of water. Right. Um, but events like this, like, really do help bring the community together, and I think that that that's only going to grow. And now that we're all talking and we're all engaging with each other. I think there's going to be a pretty great community here. There's a lot of great, talented bartenders, and it's only going to get better. Yeah, exactly. And one of the things I, I mentioned to a lot of the people I talked to about this competition is that, it, yeah, it is a competition, but I find that the bartenders, when they come out of this competition, are more well-rounded because they're learning techniques from each other. They're talking to each other about yeah. different things they do that may, oh, okay, I never thought of that. I mean, well, add that to my little repertoire of things to do. Mm-hmm. So they actually become a better, well-rounded bartender coming out of this competition as well. Exactly. I'm like, I'm so excited to see what everyone has come up with. I do have like, obviously I have a few friends in the competition. So we've been getting together and just like treating ideas, like tasting each other's drinks. And Shane from Jabberwocky here is doing some crazy stuff and I can't wait. <laughs> uh, Quinn, I'm also excited to see because she's apparently has like an insane drink. Oh, God. <laughs> I was actually having beers with marty last night we were talking about it and actually we're talking about the the ottawa community and like how him and i have the same vision of like wanting to bring everyone together and bring more competitions to ottawa and just creating this like amazing community yeah i think i think one of the things i could see down the line is because this is a made with love competition it's a national competition that goes across canada and the states but maybe somewhere down the line someone will organize an event that's just locally just the ottawa bartenders you know, just showing your stuff off and yeah. almost like a spin-off of the Made With Love that's just local. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that would be really cool to see. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I definitely am looking forward to more black box challenges. It's it's you so much those, fun. I you? love them so much. So many bartenders <laughs> get stressed. They're like, I have five minutes. That's all I've I got. I love it. The pressure. Oh, and like I feed off of it. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. Cool. So, yeah, so Shannon will be there at Made With Love. Go check out her booth. If Yeah, it, I mean, it's pretty, it sounds like it's going to be an amazing booth. Uh, for sure, we'll have to check it out while we're there. Tiki Central, of course, will be there. We have our own Tiki Fi booth. Uh, and if it's tiki diff enough, we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, so come to the Made With Love competition. It's going to be on April 1st. It's from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Agriculture Building in TD Place here in Ottawa. And, uh, yeah, we're having a great time. It's going to be amazing. The, the whole event's going to be awesome. I can't wait to go to it. Yes. All right, so good luck, Shannon, with everything. Thank you so yeah, much, good guys. Luck. This is great. All right, well, thank you for coming on the show, by the way. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Now she's going to go have some coffee now. She's going to. I need coffee so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. I know. It's brutal. All right, guys. Oh, we'll see you, you later. Thanks. Well, I don't know about you, 
but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? <laughs>